0: Hey there! This is Adrian Lopez, the Integrative Awareness Coach, and I'd like to welcome you to episode fifty-five, "Uplifting the Veil." The title of this week's podcast is "A Rainbow Warrior." The Rainbow Warriors, I guess you could say, and it's connected to an experience I had um, in February of twenty twenty. And it's still weaving its way like silk strands throughout my life. And becoming more enlivened than ever, I should say. So in February 2020, I made my way to Guatemala. I had just begun my year-long world excursion. Little did I know that it would be cut short the following month. But in the meantime, I had arrived in Guatemala for my birthday, the end of January, on my way from India after spending a month there. I arrived to meet a group of seekers, healers, light workers, people that were interested in doing transformative work on the planet and we had gathered for a sound and cacao residency um at lake atalan in guatemala for approximately three weeks i believe there was i don't know maybe about 20 people that ended up there all together for this intimate gathering where we spent the next uh, 21 days carrying out different rituals and plant medicine, uh, rituals in raising the vibration, not only for ourselves, but the planet. It's kind of, in hindsight, interesting that we came together just a month before the worldwide pandemic began to unravel. And as we met in our practices, in our um, sound healing, our chanting, our cacao practice, a connection to Mother Earth the wisdom of the plants, the wisdom of the sound and the vibration that radiated through this vessel as our body. And doing this in a group uh, was very powerful as you can imagine. And one day, uh, while we were in a sound bath, our teacher was leading us through a deep meditation. and he has been or had been working through with the Hathors um, in regards to his own sound medicine that he's been offering and sharing with people for many years now and he, he took us, facilitated this meditation and in the meditation we all had an opportunity to receive a message or a channel from the Hathors. And as it got to me, I had a very distinct uh, experience of a Native American or Indigenous face inches away from mine. It was painted with black and white war paint. And it was at first very alarming, like jarring, because it was right in my face uh, yelling a a war cry. But it was mostly, it mostly felt like he was trying to get my attention. He wanted me to know the importance of his message that he was, that he had come to share with me. And uh, after that image, uh, I saw seven, seven warriors. Native American warriors on seven white horses and behind them was a rainbow and I knew that these were the rainbow warriors and that they had come to let me know that I was part of their tribe and it was very distinct very visceral it was a deep inner knowing that uh Came just for me at that moment, and as the retreat, the um, residency came to an end. I was feeling a little bit melancholy about leaving all of these people and our practices, and really sitting in the glow of what we had created over those three weeks and I was not real sure if I should leave and continue my journey and go to Costa Rica as I had planned but I felt like I was meant to go I had planned it and I was I was going to go and as I prepared uh to leave I pulled a card there was a oracle deck uh there a crystal deck And each card was a different crystal with a different message. And um, I pulled a card. And I can't remember the stone that was on the crystal that was on the card. But the message was the eye of the storm. And I thought to myself, that's odd. But it stirred something uh, deep in me. That made me feel a little anxious or uncomfortable. Like I knew that... I was leaving this experience, this incredible container that we had created as a vibrational frequency that had transformed all of us and that I was moving on to the next phase of my journey. And while I was taking all of of that with me, it was an echo in space and time. That would forever radiate out. I also felt a little bit of a sense of foreboding, which I didn't know why at the time. But I went on and I spent a couple days in Antigua before flying to Costa Rica, where I spent a couple days in San Jose before actually moving on to the ashram, where I would spend the next 10 days. Um, before the situation that was unfolding across the planet began to invade my reality and it was very rapid actually that it occurred between the time I arrived at the ashram I think it was March 3rd and I had been scheduled to stay for the entirety of March to the beginning of April, and I had continued to plan to stay another two months in Costa Rica, so that would be until the end of May, but I began to uh, find things unraveling very quickly, and at first, there were signs posted at all of the bathrooms and the sink, and the sinks around the ashram, giving distinct instructions about how to wash your hands. We um, ended up watching a video on how to wash your hands, infectious disease, how to sneeze. Um, And the messages began to speed up and intensify. And soon after, um, the leader of the ashram gave a talk about what was occurring. And he was very serious and very um, adamant about what was occurring he began to explain that there was a worldwide pandemic and that people would be asked to leave the ashram and that uh, as we began to see this unfold in his tradition which was considered the end of an age or the Kali Yuga which was a end of a cycle of 12 ages so each astrological sign is approximately 2500 years and then once all the signs have gone through um, their cycle so 12 signs of 2500 approximately years um, that was a galactic year and this is the time in which We are facing, this is the time that um, the indigenous people have talked about in their stories and traditions. But while I I was in it, and I was witnessing it, and I was observing this all unfold, it seemed very surreal and hard to digest. As uh, we were also told that to prepare for the disintegration of economic, political, social structures. And all of this incited a lot of fear in me personally because I was like, where where are you getting all of this information from, first of all? And uh, it seemed a bit uh, extreme in a way. Anyhow right after that talk, I was whisked away by one of the upper, um, management say, and I was informed that I would be asked to leave the ashram immediately, um, as soon as possible, like the next day. And of course I was kind of shocked and taken aback. Um, I, 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 let them know that i had no plans to leave the next day and it would take me a couple days to rearrange my plans and figure out what i'd want to do as this was all kind of um just kind of uh, dropped on many people in the meantime where this was unfolding there were different people sharing different experiences and stories and One of the stories, or one of the reports, is that they were closing the borders to Panama. And then the next day, there was a rumor that Guatemala was going to close their borders. Anyhow, um, it was unclear about what exactly was happening and how long airports and borders would be open. And so I just uh, found it best to um, change my plane ticket as quickly as possible and leave Guatemala, uh, excuse me, Costa Rica, and return to the states. And it just so turned out that my good friend um, that lived in Portland had a had a house she had empty usually rented it out but it was empty at the time she offered it to me so I was gifted this and I just thought it was a perfect not perfect but a a reasonable transition given the short notice I had and the quickly, uh, evolving events that were happening in the world where there was a lot of uncertainty and, uh, lack of clarity about exactly how, to the extent this would affect people and travel and just exactly what was happening as each day more information became available. Anyhow, I, uh did, canceled the rest of my travel and got to the airport and um, flew into Atlanta and then from Atlanta flew to Portland on a plane that was maybe had four or five people it was kind of eerie the airports were empty and um, it was just all kind of surreal and there was this idea that this was This was the storm that I had been um, informed about in regards to the oracle card I had pulled before leaving and that all of us had gathered in that vortex of sound and plant medicine in order to um, prime our entry into what would unfolds and our own individual journeys on the way. And since then, I have had much intuitive and I guess I would say intuitive growth and understanding about my own path and the events that have been unfolding on this planet since then March of 2020 and the deep transformation that's happening on a psychological, spiritual and mental level for humanity the transitions that's happening and I really uh, just recently like in the last two weeks or so um, had a a memory of that energy of the rainbow warriors and what exactly that meant as I've been doing a lot of chakra work which are the seven colors of the rainbow and It began to, the pieces have been slowly coming together as that each energy center of the seven main chakras in our body are a different energy that's related to a different color, which is actually a different ray of like, um, let's just say it's like a consciousness a certain level of consciousness and that when we use all seven together we're using multi-layered consciousness in a unified way and because many of us we're not taught about this or have been interested in it but it's kind of esoteric Maybe some people aren't quite sure what it means to work with the chakras or what exactly this, what's available when we do, but I'm beginning to understand that when we are not consciously embodied in the energy system that is available in our body, we have a very limited stream of perception. And we're missing the complete collection. In this this case, that's what the rainbow warrior is. A warrior that has come to integrate all aspects of their awareness or energy bodies. And when we begin to ask earnestly... With our hearts, this traditionally feminine way of knowing, this intu- intuitive way of knowing that goes beyond the mind, we stop looking outside of ourselves for information or verification, realizing that everything that we're experiencing in our reality is actually coming from within. And that we are all the time manifesting our reality from what's within us, whether we're conscious of it or not. And then when we begin to suspect that maybe we're a little bit more, mm, that maybe we are playing the central role in our life, even though we've been led to believe through many different channels that we are not. We begin to go within and see each different level of our consciousness or energy bodies as kind of like a zip drive of information that's found in each ray or each frequency of of light in our chakra system or our energy body, and um we begin to understand that although we weren't conditioned to believe that we are the creators of our reality but more the victims are powerless in our lives to be an effect of what's happening um, there's a level of fear there and that fear that has kept many out of their power that fear that somehow you'll get in trouble or you'll be left out or you won't belong, you won't be able to play but you can't be left out because you are love that's all there is is love and then as you sink in even deeper into that and you begin to open up to the fact that all of us have been deeply wounded or hurt but not for the reason that we believed to be that to be wronged or be perpetrated as in fact just a part of our unconsciousness And when you begin to really turn within and to look at the information there you begin to wake up and you begin to feel everything that has been within you so you can let it go You can release the imprints because they were all based on misrepresentation or misidentification, which causes misrepresentation or misperception. And then how how does this all happen? Well, I invite you to think back, travel back to your childhood, and the way you were slowly asked To give up yourself and your beingness to reduce your perception, your focus, your attention on a very limited band of experience. Among all of this, all of this that you're experiencing out in the world just echoes the recordings that are there inside of you that you haven't been able to notice or or observe because your attention is always being pulled outside of you and so it's still playing out in in creation out in the world and it seems like that's happening to you until you begin to witness it And observe it, not like the truth, but as part of your experience. And you begin to get very curious and ask questions like, how did I come to this belief about the construction of reality? Where did I get this information from? And is it even true? And then As you ask these questions, you become more deeply ingrained in the nature of reality. And you begin to see that many of the assumptions that you were given actually aren't verifiable, aren't actually true in an absolute way, but in a very limited way. And you begin to witness this. And as you witness it, you begin to have extreme compassion for how this misperception was created and you can begin to release this misperception taken for truth without blaming or shaming yourself or trying to make other people wrong although there is a, a desire a habit to do that which does not allow you to take full responsibility for your experience and this is largely related I've found in, for me and in our society, because many of us share the same misperceptions that we're unable to receive that feminine aspect of us has been shut down and last night I had a dream that I was being proposed to by a suitor but he wasn't just asking me for my hand he was asking every aspect of myself That ego aspect, the inner child aspect, and the higher self aspect. And in my dream, I was worried that part of me would betray me because I had overlooked part of myself because I so wanted to belong in a contract outside of me that I overlooked the contract within, with the parties known to me as myself and that I would sell myself out again, which is really where the wounds come from, the pain the anger, the upset. That we actually got conned into being dishonest with ourselves for many of us for many, many years. Perhaps for the entirety of our life. And we were taught to blame other people, the circumstances outside of us. And so this is an opportunity to come into, for all of us, Into our rainbow warrior nature to begin to integrate all the different levels of our awareness that are symbolized uh, through the different chakras or energy bodies, each one being a zip drive in our consciousness. And that we are actually expanding our perception to bring in all the different colors, all the different ranges that are informing our true self and that we were taught to take our attention away from in order to make ourselves into a very small Dream of who we really are called an ego personality and it served a purpose a certain role in our evolution but it is now time to step beyond that to step outside of that to grow to evolve into a more fuller expression of our consciousness and our experience of that consciousness, our awareness of that consciousness. And so this has been a um, quite a journey for me personally. Um, I could write a whole book on it, and maybe one day I will. Maybe a collection of all my podcasts about the journey that I've taken. And... A lot of times I've gone outside of myself to travel to other lands like India and Guatemala and Europe and all over, trying to get to that expansiveness that I knew was available, but I didn't know how to truly access it. I mean, I would visit new places and new lands and all the restrictions, the mental and emotional restrictions of my homeland would be dropped and I would feel the sense of expansiveness and ease and wonderment and possibility and eventually I would return back home um, and into that restriction again and then I kept associating with it oh I have to travel I have to move I have to get out of these restrictions but they're not outside of me they're inside and this is where true freedom and truth and justice reside and the real warriors of this new age that we're stepping into are the warriors of the rainbow because they are the ones we are the ones that will begin to master our own energy bodies and hence the world that we create through them and if we find that there is Suffering or oppression, we can take responsibility for that as there's no separation between the inner world and the outer world. Everything is consciousness unfolding and it unfolds based on the imprints. That we're either using consciously or are unconsciously for the most part. And so there is an awakening happening. And I have been here. To help people to lift the veil. To pierce the veil. Of. Ego consciousness. That has been hiding us from ourselves right underneath our noses and right underneath our noses our heart and this is the path to the journey within which we are all meant to travel to find our true home the balance of the masculine energy and the feminine energy being placed in their rightful places so that we might take our sovereign seat and claim our power as individuals and at the same time that it is contained in a unified consciousness a collective consciousness that is not separate and we cannot have one without the other all right I think I'll leave it there for now thank you so much for joining me and coming along on my journey of the rainbow warriors and perhaps something resonated with you and your own status as a rainbow warrior And I um, actually, I think I will be doing my next course on the chakras and integration of the chakras and the different energies, and how we can consciously work with them, integrate them, and own their power as our own. All right. Until next time, please remember what a valuable treasure you are. If you'd like to find out more about working with me individually. You can check out my website at www.mindheart-space.com and on my homepage is a calendar link. You can click on and schedule a free 20-minute consultation with me and find out how we might be able to work together and how I might support you in on your journey, on your path back home. Until next time, I invite you to... Take care and bye for now.